Aquaba, welcome to Tichler Talks. This is a platform where I, Tichler, have conversations with people from different walks of life who share their thoughts and pass their story thus far. I hope you enjoy. So, welcome to episode four of Tichler Talks. Today we've got Sam and Joe Collis, the brothers in e-commerce. Uh, boys, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having us. I hope we can be worthy. I don't know what we've done to deserve to be here. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting one. Most definitely. So start off, so where are you guys from? Where's your living? Well, back went to Johnfield, uh, school, didn't we? Yeah, we live in Barlow. We're, we're local pretty much to the Chesterfield area. Right. We've, got, we've got a lot of mutual friends, I think, haven't we? School, I don't really remember school as being an influence really on my life, but university, I've got a lot to say about that. Right. I've got, Sam's never been, so I think I was as the oldest one. I'm three years older than Sam, okay. and I thought I was, I, I just... My best friend studied, he said he's going to study marketing, so I said, right, I'll do it, do that as well. Because I, I literally didn't even have a clue. I didn't, even, I didn't know if I wanted to be studying business, but I just thought, this, yeah, it sounds good. A lot of people go to study marketing. It's a bit cliche. So I went to, I was in a whole university for one year, loved it there, but, but I loved it for the, just like the student life. So I moved, and then I moved back to Sheffield Hallam for my second year. And this is when I really started thinking kind of like from a business point of view. And I realized quite quickly that when I was trying to learn, if I was learning marketing at university, but the things I was learning offline at the time, we started, that's when we started getting to Facebook ads. Mm. And I think every young kid these days, it's, you either want to be a footballer, you want to be a YouTuber, and then at some point, everybody's going to Google almost how to make money online. Because they right. see so many people doing it. And so many ads and so many things that hard to get started yourself. Exactly. So that's kind of like the route that we went down, but I, we are very much interested. Marketing is our passion now. That's my, it's, like, it's what I would do. Even if it didn't make any money, I would genuinely still try and like, help what is that? It's, I think it's psychological. It's, there's a, there's a, a balance between it's, you've got to understand the psychology of your customer. Now, I don't know why that's something that really, it, I, it's, it's really interesting for me that. So it's, you have to get inside the customer's avatar, like understand who they are, why they want to buy, what they're, what value they're going to get from your product, and then these are the these are the fundamentals that you can take into your advertising campaigns and your how you design a product, your landing page, your copy, things like that. And that's things that we've become better over the years. Yeah. But we've skipped. There's a to get to that stage from where we're at when we're in like I, I dropped out of that year at uni as well. Why? Why is that? Um, because I think that was just the re- after the second year. Yeah. So second year I dropped out, and that's when Sam comes into play. That's when. Okay. He, but we didn't, we didn't actually team up then. We didn't team up. We were, we were kind of split. I don't know why we were split. We, we were doing online arbitrage for a while, which is essentially buying things from, um, I don't know, Argos, random places like that, Tesco. We were trawling around Tesco late at night looking for good deals. You scan. It's essentially, you find, a, find something that's, I don't know, a popular seller, usually a load of toys and things like that. Yeah, right. And toys you can fun. scan how well it's selling on Amazon. And then if it's selling better on Amazon at a higher price, you buy it from Tesco or something like that, and you box it up, send it off to Amazon, and then Amazon will sell it for you at the, at the higher price, and then you'll, there'll be a tiny little margin there. So we were doing that for a long time. Yeah, that, I didn't like that business. <laughs> it's a point where we had about 100 Barbies just turn up to our house. Yeah, the postman, yeah. local postman thinks we are the biggest freaks of yeah. all time, because he's dropped off, he's like, what, right? He's coming through. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, loads of like, princess like, doll, yeah. castle toys, and yeah. Barbies coming through, and we're like, we're, our eyes are lighting up, because we think we're going to be making a load of profit. <laughs> We did alright for that for a little bit. That's another thing that you can find out when, if you just the classic question of uh, Google and how to make money online, you'll find online arbitrage and right. people can teach on YouTube. But it's a means to an end. It's not like a passion. Okay. It's I guess that's just the same. It would just be someone who's self-employed who work, works for himself. But then, um, so so how come so you didn't go to uni as well? Did you, was that the time that he then come back? I didn't. I I, I went on a gap year too. Basically, I uh, I've got a story with uh, school as well. Um, 
I don't know, I messed about a bit at school. I was targeted maybe like B's and A's. Okay. Um, but while I was meant to be revising for like GCSEs, I, I used to put a poker, I got addicted to online poker. We both got addictive personalities. <laughs> and then I used to play poker, online poker on the side when I was 16. Okay. Uh, under my Did dad's you go well? Yeah, it went quite well to be fair. I mean, I, I remember going to school and like, you know, just won like, at the time, $100 or whatever, the night before, it just seemed amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so I got addicted to that. I was I literally remember having like bite size and like four poker screens here. <laughs> and then when my, if my mum came in the room, I just switched back to bite size and all that. So yeah, basically I uh, messed up my uh, results in that. But um, and then I went to college and uh, did all right there. And then I didn't, I just didn't really know where I was going. Okay. And I, and then I, I think I decided to take a gap year as well. I did one between A levels and uni. I did a gap year where I just worked at the local restaurant, yeah. went out a load of times. I had no direction in life, and I was addicted to and poker. And I was the exact same. Well. Right. And I, I genuinely thought I'm going to be a professional poker player. Like so real life, yeah. I was thinking, I was about telling my dad, I've, I've cracked it. We're yeah. gonna, I'm going to be, just give me some time. I'm going to do it. So would you say that's why I took the year out as well? Or was that I don't different? know, really. I think I, I think I didn't know whether I wanted to go to uni. 100. So, mm. so that just was like the perfect side story. And then I was, yeah, it was a waste of a year, big time. But this okay. is, I think this is a. a a good segue into the transition between why we love e-commerce so much because it's almost like a video game yeah, right? with how Shopify's coming and changed the game I don't know how much you know about Shopify but it's yeah tell us why is Shopify so what, what do you do yeah. Shopify it bridges the gap between I guess 20 years ago if you wanted to start a business you wanted to have a product on a website and people to visit the website and buy something and then that product to be shipped to their door it's quite a logistical process there's a lot of points in that okay. but Shopify is essentially the hub the centre of it all and it will host your website, it will host your stock and everything like that. You have your staff members on there, customer support. Yeah. And it, it allows people like us who are just simply we just sat home with an internet connection. We can com not compete because, of course, you need a really good product to compete with like the big boys that are established. But it means we can have a product of our own in front of people. If we wanted to, we could have a... If we came up with an idea now, like right now, tonight, we could have advertisements and a product ready for people yeah. to buy later on. And that's what Shopify allows you to do. Okay. So it brings... so cheap as well. It's what, yeah. $14 a month. Yeah, to exactly. Get three months free trial at the start. Yeah, and it's Shopify isn't the only one as well. There's other ones as well. But Shopify, we're extremely loyal to Shopify. They're just incredible. It's changed our life, basically. So I guess that's the... What I was going to say is we're... Basically, the we're just gamers. We're at the at the heart. We're such like gaming addicts. We're addicted to Fort. We're addicted to Fortnite. For like, how long were we addicted to Fortnite for? Just wasted God knows. so I much must time. Have on about that. thirty days. On yeah, that we went from oh, poker. Crazy. Yeah, went from addicted to poker to addicted to Fortnite. Yeah. Wasted so much time there. So it's like just addicts, addicts <laughs> of yeah. gaming. Yeah. yeah, and like, and we've always been interested in those games that have like an inbuilt economy. So RuneScape, yeah. we used to love making money on RuneScape. FIFA, I used to trade on Ultimate Team and things like that. Right. And I think that's, I don't know, it's just it's mentally stimulating. It feels so satisfying. And the same can be said with Shopify. When you've got your dashboard, all Shopify is is just an app on your phone. And uh, when you first start running ads, you see people visiting your website and you can watch like the live, yeah. like what they're doing on your website. Right. And you're just thinking, come on, buy something. Buy yeah. And it is a game, like throughout the day, if we don't do this anymore, but if you leave your phone on loud, every single notification that comes in, yeah. there's a little ka-ching as well. Yeah. Just, yeah, and that just feels so there's not There's not a better feeling. Really. And, and, but that's, a dick, that's what is hooking us. Is that is because I guess it's like, I think it's dopamine that you get into yeah. that. Right, it's like yeah. a sense of satisfaction, fulfillment. You, you feel like you're making progress and really doing something. So I think that's the point at which we just both realised, right, this is our new game. We're gonna yeah. So when, how long ago was that when you started? Yeah, that's a, it's actually about but, four years now, I think. Yeah, the, and then... We started seeing like good results about a year and a half ago. Well, yeah, not even very long ago at all. Yeah. I think it's the 
that's what a lot of people don't realize about. They think if you watch a YouTube video about dropshipping, someone will sell you a pipe dream. They'll say this is this is like the easiest way to make money online. Right. You can get rich. Yeah, and which show results so from that these uh, gurus like. Yeah, anyone can fake a three weeks. Shot, three weeks like, ago, I was broke or something. Now right. suddenly I've got six figures in my you bank. You see that everywhere, don't you? Yeah. You do. Yeah. Well, you even see it on our Instagram stories as well, where you could we're we're guilty of that. Of course, you want to put it out there, but certain people put it out there with the intent. To get people to ask him, oh, what, how yeah. are you doing this? And then they'll they'll say we can buy my course, and it'll be like three thousand dollars. Okay. And then so their real intent is to sell you the course, and they have they had the success and behind them some have. I mean, most of them aren't. If if these guys that are on YouTube, it's a bit of a paradox, really. So if they're making YouTube videos that again a few thousand views in the hopes that some like a sixteen year old kid who's getting into it mm. is thinking, right, I'm going to try and learn the dropshipping game. I'm going to buy this course. There is the, the paradox comes at the point at which if someone was really successful in, in terms of e-commerce and they've got a really good brand and they're making you your brand would be making so much more money than it would from you selling courses to like young <laughs> vulnerable p- kids online that are just trying to like fa- find some new education. So that's the issue that you've got to look out for really because a lot of people do ask us where do you get started and things like that. And I guess I think Facebook groups are, would be the most it would be the best. That's what I've, I think I've learned more than more from like marketing Facebook groups. Than I have from my Thai university course. And I was there. We're saying you won't really ever have to pay for any information. It's all out there. It's all online. No, of course, absolutely not. People are very willing to give away their information. We eat, like I love sharing information. It's just kind of like a network. So if you get yeah. into those types of Facebook groups, and they're easy to find, it's like e-commerce Facebook groups, Facebook Definitely. ads Facebook groups. So is that where you started as well, looking online and? Yeah. Yeah, mostly. I mean, you're kind of the more learning guy. You uh, you probably <laughs> spent more time in Facebook groups and YouTube videos, but yeah. Well, that, that, that's our dynamic is I'm kind of like a thinker. I never stop thinking, and I'm the theory guy. Then, but Sam is the doer. So right. he builds, and I'm. I think that's why I talk more because I just I don't, I've got so much going on in my yeah. head. And then he just sits down and does it, which does is it. perfect. <laughs> that's what I need, and that's what he needs. So that's yeah. why I work. Because so you said you started before Joe, didn't you? You said you started slightly before him. Uh, no, I think no, I think you started at the same time. But yeah. um, I think did I get more, better results? At- Stop. You did for a while. Yeah. Well, if we go so back did you start separately as well? So yeah, yeah, okay. did, yeah. we've not always been together. Know, we were, to be fair, no, you did have better with this. Uh, early well, days, yeah. early days. So, well, right back to the very first success, not even success, just first like hit of the shop yeah. fire, like mm-hmm. I can make this work feeling. I was working at the restaurant down the road. I was walking down to my shift. I was ready and I just, it was like um, Game of Thrones finale was on. Okay. So Game of Thrones was a huge thing at the yeah. time and I'm, I'm just a crazy Game of Thrones fan as well. And fidget spinners, remember the yes. like, crazy trend of fidget spinners? Yeah. And that's where, um, I think that's where a lot of people got realised this e-commerce game is just mental. Because there was like shops popping up left, right and centre for fidget spinners. So mm. I, that's where I first, I found from China just this, it was like a dragon fidget spinner, something like that. It had like wings on it. Right, okay. So I think I marked it from, it was like $6 for me to buy and ship. And I think I marked, put like an extra $10 profit margin on that. So I made my store. Got it ready. This is like the How long does it take to make a store as well? Uh, back, back at that point, it would take quite a few days. But now, because we if know... If we wanted to do it now, we could probably yeah, like last than 24 we could, hours. We could have one up okay. tonight if we wanted yeah. to, really. Because it's just so easy with Shopify. They populate all your pages mm-hmm. for you. All you need is your product images, of course. You've yeah. got to write copy. So it is important to take a lot more time in it. But if you did want it, if you wanted to do it fast. Yeah. yeah, so you made, your product, you made the, the Shopify account and then... Yeah, exactly. And then it was this, and it linked it. Essentially, dropshipping is... We really hate the idea of what dropshipping was three years ago now. Essentially, what it was back then is find a product from China, link it to your store, advertise it somehow, and then when someone buys it, they're going to get shipped a product from China. It's going to take a while. So now you can't really get away with that now. And why would, You don't want to because you're not delivering enough value. Yeah. But anyway, that I, was, I think I paid this 
um, Instagram account that had like 40,000 followers. It was like some Game of Thrones fan page. So I just DM loads of them and said, hi, uh, can I get a, like a story swipe up post or like a feed post? I've got this product. And they said, yeah, yeah, $40. So I paid that and uh, I was thinking, this is going to be interesting to see how this yeah. goes. And then just as I was going down to my shift, I remember they posted it and I was refreshing loads of times and people were hitting my site. And I was thinking, oh my God, is anyone going to buy one of these? And then next minute I just got this ding. And then as I was walking down to my shift, got another ding and another one. I had to turn my phone off because I was working. Yeah. And then when I came out, I think I, I think I cleared like $250 or something like that. And I just it just blew my mind. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was walking home thinking, holy, that is just, that's, it's yeah. just crazy that we can even make that happen. And then, yeah, from there... I don't really know where it went from there. I think you got into it. From then, I just, uh, from after seeing, like, how that made him feel like and just just that game of just buying and selling. So you were still at school at that time, weren't you? Uh, no, I or think you were I, at college I think, I, I think I was on a gap year, maybe, at this point. Okay. It's all blurred into one, to be fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I was in a gap year at this point, still maybe doing the uh, Amazon FBA thing, because I think you were doing that on the side, the dropshipping thing. Yeah, At yeah. the time, it seemed quite complicated and stuff. But then I, I, I remember sending you, you a text saying, I'm going to learn this, I'm going to get into this. And then uh, I started just selling all kinds of just, and I mean, I'm a bit embarrassed about it. I just sold some like weird gimmick <laughs> products that, I mean, we say that if, if you want to sell something good, sell something that solves a problem. But these products that I was selling <laughs> solved a problem, but didn't solve a problem because they are complete, just a, not, a, I wouldn't say, uh, it's just a joke product. Like there were these things that I used to sell. They were anti, like magnetic. But <laughs> <laughs> the idea that stop you from smoking. And stuff like Pseudo that. science. Things that definitely don't work. And then the the other one that always gets laughed. The classic. Um, there were these like neoprene vest things where um, if if you want to lose weight, you wore them and you go for a walk and they made you sweat more to lose more weight. But. It did sell a, a, a bit at the time, but yeah. Well, there was a time where we were on, just, a, we were on a holiday on a cruise, and I was yeah. uh, I was in a real, I was like, just didn't feel good about what I was doing with my life. I thought I was having no success, and he started selling those things. Those because these are like the um, when you first start, it's really hard to visualize what kind of product to sell. Yeah. So that's a really good place to start if you were starting now today. But yeah. we we didn't have a clue. We just thought I'm just going to put something on there, advertise it, and just try and make a load of money. Yeah. And that's a terrible way to come from. So that. And luckily, we've learned since then when you value to the customers the absolute pinnacle, yeah, that's the most important thing. But he was selling, um, yeah, he was selling these things that you just explained, and he was doing like two or three thousand a day in terms of dollar sales uh, while we're on this, this cruise. And I was just thinking, oh my god, he's just cracked it now, I can't believe he's in it. And so I helped him out with his ads and stuff on the boat, and then yeah. from there, where did, did we? Do we, we start realizing we should just do this together? The end of 2018 or something. That's what we judge. Yeah, but around that time. Well, at, at that point, I think I realised that I'm not really creative in terms of finding a product. I'm not really good at thinking what do people need in life. Yeah, so for some reason, like we've got two companies now. One is one that we established last year. Like I think it's like 18 months old. I think that's cleared like two million dollars. So that's a, that's is, and it would be a lot more. We just realised recently this year's been just terrible with COVID because we rely on China a little bit too much, but we're in a good transition phase phase now. So. We made progress this year in, in terms of that business that will uh, translate to sales next year. Um, but anyway, off on a little tangent. The, um, what was I saying about the... Uh, I don't know what that is. He came off the cruise and he said he joined together in 2018. Oh um, yeah, of course. So he, Sam deserves all the credit in terms of he's found all the products that we, that we now, we're going to grow into brands and hopefully we'll be businesses for the rest of our life until we sell in maybe like five, ten years, something so like how, that. So how do you find them? What, what, what do you think 
it sparked me that you know you're able to find okay something might want this and something might want this. And yeah. Something might want this. In the first instance, it was what was selling well before. Uh, and I know, oh, yeah. So another guy selling it. That's a classic. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> the dropshipping thing. You and just, then we find a better. You, you take you use the product, create your own content for it. I mean that's a massive thing in dropshipping, isn't it? You, yeah. You, you used to be able to just um, well, to be fair, you, you could never do this. You just um, like go on a YouTube video of of this given product that's on AliExpress, make a Facebook ad out of it. But obviously you can't do that because it's not your content. Mm. So um, what we've done, what we always do now, we always make sure it's our own content. If we, yeah. I mean, we don't test products, <laughs> but that's what we would do. But that's how um, I found the first one. We just made our own, sourced our own content for it, and then that blew up. And then the second one, just uh, that's in the uh, like print on demand niche. Uh, so it's like customizable, personalized gifts for people. Okay. And uh, just found that on like just similar websites, and then. That's a really made, good one. Made though. a markup for it, and then yeah, we hope that one's gonna. We hope we're gonna have a big Q4 period with Q4 coming up. I think it's done like around three hundred thousand dollars so far. So we just we were just bored in lockdown, and Sam was just doing a bit of research and thought this uh, this is a good idea. So we thought yeah, that is a good idea. That is a huge. It's, it's a bit more arts and craftsy type thing, and right. each individual product is uh, each each product is different to each customer. So no customer will receive the same thing. Okay. So their artwork on this involved in these products is it's. Depending on the information that they enter at checkout, based on that whatever they're not to give too much away, but based on their life and things like that. Mm. So and then we've got artists in the Philippines, so talented, incredibly talented, um, and they just they create all the art, sort of all the fulfillment, and and it get, everything gets shipped from the USA with uh, that's it's print on demand is essentially it's an, it's, it's an e-commerce kind of trend which will be, it's, it's been around for quite a few years now, okay. but it's now a trend for which people like ourselves are realizing there's some huge like, branding opportunities here. I think you're probably, a great example is the one, I don't know if you've seen, I think they've gone totally global, yeah. are these ones where people take pictures of your pet and they put your, like they digitally create a picture of your pet on like yeah. a, like old Henry VIII body or something like that, like a monarch type thing. I've never even seen that type of thing. They've been, um, they, they're, that's like a multi, multi-million dollar brand that's grown. And we followed their journey as well, didn't we? Like, yeah. When they were quite small. But then now if I look at it now, so I like people from around here now follow them as well. Yeah, exactly. You can, yeah, so like just people we know from Chesterfield yeah, will be following these types of brands. So that's why I realised it's such a good opportunity and I think yeah. that's why Q4 coming up, that'll be, uh, that is a good opportunity for that one. Okay. Um, so what would you say has been the most challenging thing about starting? So if someone wants to start today, what advice yeah. would you give them? I think you've really got to start from the stand. You've got to think to yourself that you, whatever you sell needs to benefit someone's life more than the money that they yeah. can exchange to buy it. So when you, you learn such bad habits in terms of, like Sam just explained, you learn such bad habits where if, if you're selling something and someone sees that you're selling it, they can just take your advertisement and, and, and just oh, yeah. sell your product at a cheaper price. So that's the reason why a lot of people, people are always desperate to know what we, we sell. And uh, most people do, like all our friends and all our family do. It's not, not a secret at all, but we don't actively tell people for two reasons really. One, the bit more of a sinister one, when we were selling something that is, was readily available to other people, like last year we had over 500 ads in the Facebook marketplace that are just out, and there are advertisements. They've been stolen from people, and they're trying to make people. They'll yeah. sold like we've millions got, of dollars we've, worth. We've literally got a team. Uh, we uh, yeah, we have two workers handling it. They just file lawsuits. Uh, okay. Well, not sorry, not lawsuits. Just, just like uh, DMCA takedowns. Yeah, DMCA takedowns to these people if they if they yeah, because that is our content that. that we've created. And it, and it is quite uh, human when someone does try and take our ads. 
you'll see the page, it's up and everything, and then next day you'll see it and this URL does not exist. So that's that could mean two things, either Shopify have taken them down on Facebook or they've just thought it's not worth it. Okay. So. so you're gonna tell us today what you sell or <laughs> <laughs> I would love to, but it's it, it's not cool. Like I'd love to have a clothing brand. It's just a simple simple problem solving product. That's our, that's the main company that we've got and then our new company that's yeah, like we said, it's just not, it's a bit more artsy, craftsy type thing. Yeah. But the um, again, people kind of want to know what you sell, so they can get it. You think if somebody tells you what you sell, it become a lot more easy to understand like, how to do it and things like that. Right. But you shouldn't really come from a standpoint of looking at what other people sell. I think you should come from a standpoint of find your passion, understand how to monetize it, whether it's a product or a service in that space. Because if you if you are passionate about the thing that you sell, you're going to beat the people that are just trying to do it just to make yeah, money. Right. And if you're doing it just to try to make money, you're going to be, be literally, you're just going to be beaten by the people who, the more knowledgeable people, the more passionate people. That's why I like to go into something that I'm really passionate because about. We have to learn about our niche sometimes yeah. because we're not passionate. Really it's not like a passion, that. not what like we, we sell, just it's just a, yeah. we are kind of, we're involved in, I enjoy being in Yeah, same, thing. exactly. Like our demographic is, ladies in America, I'd say, I would say female trending above probably like 45 yeah with a certain thing that allows them to a certain yeah, interest that means that our product will actually help their lives so that's why it's such a strange thing for two like 20 yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm 24 you 22 21 21 so with 24 or 22 year old boys from the uk it, like selling things to the, that type of demographic yeah. in the usa it's strange but that's kind of the, the path yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is it so obviously, I'm guessing you stopped your nine to five job at the restaurant, and you didn't really have a job at that time either. Uh, I was doing a just a black cleaning job on building yeah. sites uh, for the local. So how have you found the transition to say from like the standard nine to five job to what you do now? Because obviously, I'm guessing you're more flexible. You work at your own timetable. Yeah, freedom. Free is the most important thing for my life. I, I want to up my. I think my life needs to be optimized for happiness and freedom. I think freedom is a part of being happy. So I, I never wanted, to, really never wanted to go into the, like the corporate world or things like that. I have uh, not, not even, not to have a boss, but just to have your own. So I want to wake up in a, on a given day and think I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And so we've kind of achieved that now. But it's, I think the, uh, I've got a lot of opinions on the nine to five in the terms of you are just renting out your time for money. And I think at this day and age, with previous generations, it's been necessary. Because for previous generations, there's less opportunity in terms of to do kind of, well, for what we do, you require the internet to just be able to reach people in China at the click right. of a button, reach people in America, ship things out with the click of a button. Mm. Of course, that's not been available to like, our parents, our grandparents, these type of generations. So that's, I think, almost, that's why the 95 has become more, it's just ingrained in, yeah, like, it's just yeah. so, so, so it's, it's expected. Yeah, absolutely. But I think when you break it down right now, the, there's a relationship between time and money that it comes when you work for someone like that. You're, you just the more time you give them, the money money you'll yeah. get in, in return. Right. But you can break that entire that weird relationship between time and money by doing something that's scalable. So with what we sell, if we if we want to sell ten tomorrow, if we want to sell a thousand the day after, they all we have to do is it's the same input, but the output will be extremely yeah. different. Right. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to say is that when there's opportunities like this, I think you should. Find your passion, of course, because that, that's the most important thing, to be fulfilled. It's not all about, but then when you do come to the monetary side of things, if you can find your passion and find whoever's like, who's the most knowledgeable person, can you become that? Can you become the best person in your niche, your passion, your area? And once you've done that, can you monetize it? And can it be scalable? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm, I'd love to make a product in a sleep 
space because I love yeah. um, I've become such a like sleep nerd. I've got loads of products like this ring tracks my sleep and stuff like that. Right. I've got the blue light glasses, a sleep mask, everything. Right. And I'd love to make a product that kind of like changed the sleep space. I'd have to I'd have to definitely speak to some people who know like biology because right. I'm not like I'm not like not the biology guy, but I'll be the marketing guy. Right. So that's what I'd definitely like to do. I think that'd be it. That's what I'm doing with the passion project. Yeah. Right. And yourself as well, Sam. Have you found uh, comparing the nine to five to in, in fairness, I, I mean, I I probably should, but I don't really think about it that much anymore. Like, <laughs> and then, but I mean, that just says it's all. Not it. what sense? That's a bit. Well, how long has it been? Ages. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I, I don't feel. I mean, I, I'm very lucky to like for us to be in the right positions at the right time to have created what we've We're created. Right now, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I should probably have a reality check sometimes and just think like. Um, this is it. I, I mean, no, but you do work really hard. I do. I do work. But really you, hard. you, you, you never really went to like a. You or you, you. I mean, you yeah. Had like a cleaning job. I was up at six a.m. in the morning and stuff. But I could like, yeah. you know, I could. Yeah. So you said that it's more like it's not really surprising like. because I'm, it's like it's always been your life because you've yeah. not gone from I don't know twenty to thirty work nine to five. Yeah. You stopped at nine to five. You've always had this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, I guess it is a bit different because your job is a bit more. Not really. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think either of us ever got exposed to like I've not really had a proper job or a job or anything like yeah. that. But I'm um, in, in fairness, fairness now I, I wouldn't really be interested in. You have where you are. You want to continue going Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, it's interesting. But I, yeah. Well, that's what I mean with freedom. Freedom is the most. That's that's why I think it's the most important thing for me. If once your company gets to a certain size, I think you'll start losing your freedom, and there'll be oh. diminishing returns in that. Like I look at someone. Uh, a good example. We were having this debate the other day about. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the you see the recent like Jim Shark sale to right, Ben Francis yeah. Lewis Morgan. Yeah. Ben Ben Francis incredible like what he's done is just unbelievable. Of course they're like a they're a billion dollar company now, billion pound company. And Lewis Morgan got a payout of hundred million recently for his like twenty percent share, and now he's he's free of the business, so he doesn't have to wake up and work in the business. Right. But Ben, he he's responsible for waking up and being that integral part of the business. Of course, he wants to. It's his passion for it. So I saw that he's, I think he, he, um, he says something like, because it's for him to celebrate the win. Yeah. He says something like he that was the first time in X amount of years that he's woken yeah. up after six a.m. or something. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go sleep. He's a really hard worker. Exactly, which is crazy. Yeah. So that's what he's we were debating. Out. We were debating what's better to have. So Lewis Mugs, of course, he's set for life, and he's but now he has the freedom to do whatever you want. And it's kind of that. It's it's an interesting debate. Then and but but Ben, of course, yeah, that's his passion project. It's, it's if Jim Shark wasn't worth any money, he would still probably wake up and still want to work on Jim yeah. Shark. So I guess yeah. it is just find that find the balance. It depends what type of person you are. I'm not really someone who'd like to own like a hundred million dollar plus company. I'd like to just have enough money just to live my life and do what I want to do. Just like travel around, make myself happy, be happy. I guess, yeah, anyway, but you never know. Down the line, you might fancy, yeah, you might try, fancy leveling up. It'll be interesting to see what the difference is between kind of like seven to eight to nine figures in terms of like. Of course, we have no responsibilities now in terms of employees, no. really. Uh, but of course, we'll start building a team, which is completely necessary for the next stage we want to get to. So yeah, so you mentioned how you know you're happy. You don't want to be. You don't want to be a trillion or billion dollar company, coach, yeah. <laughs> Well, so why is that? Because obviously some people want to aim that high. And yeah, you're, absolutely. You're happy with just you know, being having more than enough for everything, not yeah. having too much. Why is that? Well, I, well, I guess for you, you. I guess it comes down to freedom again. Because if you to get to that point, you've got to be still doing this in about 30, 40 years, still grinding and grafting, I guess. Or 
Yeah, I mean, but unless you can. Yeah, I've got a bit of a nihilistic outlook on life. I don't think. I don't think what you leave behind is important. I don't care about like what people think of me or my legacy that I leave behind. Okay. I just want all I want to do is be happy. Because why is that? Why do you care about legacy? Because <sighs> well, yeah. See, there's a person I listen to a lot called Naval Ravikant. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's like he's been on Joe Rogan. He's he's probably like I think, I think he's. I've seen yeah, him. he's. I mean, he's big on Twitter. He's like one of these wisdom guys on Twitter. Okay. But what, listening to him speak, and I hear so many ideas, and I just think to him, well, that's just genius. Why I think of that? That's, and I completely resonate and completely agree with most things he says. And then uh, the way he put it was, he put when you know the classic question. I think like True Geordie does at the end of his podcast is, "How would you like to be remembered?" And people want to give like a, I don't know, heartfelt good answer to that. But as Naval put it, and I completely agree with him. He's th- I think it's just a the question. The answer is, I don't care. I don't care because I derive. I'm, I'm quite atheistic and agnostic in terms of like what I think about the universe and like what happens after and things like that. So I really, I genuinely believe like you're born, you have a bunch of sensory. Uh, this is what this is one of Naval's classic things where he says you're born, you have a bunch of like sensory emotions like light, sound, and you interpret them wherever you want, and then you die, and then that's it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it sounds bleak, but I think you, that is for me that's liberating. So to, I just know that my goal in life is just to be happy because it feels good. And, as, and you don't want to feel bad, and and so if I optimize my life for happiness, I think getting to like a nine-figure or plus company might change my mind in a few years. I'd love, of course, I'd love to make that much money. Yeah, sure. It'd be, it'd be nice, but to get to that stage, it does seem like the commitment every day, day in, day out. Yeah. You've got to be with. You can't really take time for yourself for travel and things like that, which I think is important, and just having interest in other things. Right, okay. I would, business is like it's, it is my passion. I think it's yours as well. Yeah, of course. But of course, we're interested in other things. I love doing other things, and I'd like to say I have time throughout my life to explore those before I get old and all. I don't want to do it when I retire. Right. I want to do it when I'm young. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's why I would get into that level. I don't think will be us. What about you, Sam? Are you not interested in uh, you know having a legacy as well? Again, never really thought about that. Think about it now. You've got time to. I don't know, like. So when you die and then someone says, oh, how was Sam like, or what did he leave behind? <laughs> All you have is the business, you don't think anything else more of it. I guess we'd, I guess it's more, we'd be remembered together though, wouldn't we? I think, I anyway, so yeah. I guess the same. I literally think same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got no choice. Uh, I've never really had much thought into it, but I, you think I don't because know, you're younger, you're not really... Because also when you're older and you have children, you start thinking, hey, what can I do for my kids and all that? And you might yeah. think your kids, your family, then external yeah. world. So when you say because obviously you're, you're young now, and obviously you have no real responsibilities about yeah. what you're doing. And, exactly. you know. mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm way more philosophical. It's, I love these yeah, things. Yeah. Here's the philosophy. This is not me, but I'm, I'm the thinker. Yeah. Sam, he so just, he does, I'll, I'll just be doing something one day, and then he'll come out with some philosophical quote, and I'm just like, like right, cool, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that guy. Yeah, but, what would you say happiness means to you? Mm, well, that's like, a good one. Well, I mean, we are biological creatures, so objectively, there's a lot of things you've got to fulfil. You need to, sure. you got to, you need to stay in shape. Because I mean, there's a quote that's like, uh, "A rich man out of shape is still poor." And I totally agree with that one. I think yeah. it, throughout my life, I want to stay in shape and just be fit and athletic and healthy. Because I think that it just re- releases. I mean, you can. I've read books on kind of like you know serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine, endorphins. Like I guess they're like the neurochemical. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. The creators of happiness. 
But I don't think going down that route is really the way to do it. I think you just got to cover all your bases in terms of like, make sure you got a solid like family friendship circle. Of course, we're blessed because we're, mm. we're just incredibly lucky on that. Front. Well, we share a lot of circles as well. Don't yeah, we? exactly. So we're, we're so lucky on that front. Of course, people aren't as lucky in terms yeah, right, of, not everyone's that lucky, but it, it, that's one of the main, because we just, you, we're just such social creatures, just as humans, aren't we? Like, it's interesting, obviously, as well as you might think, oh, because there is some friction between you guys working together, but you also <laughs> there is so well. How, how is that? So what happens if you guys have a quick argument or whatever? Uh, we've had a few fights in our time, but I don't think we've really argued that much recently. We're kind of, we kind of just, we're quite open with each other. We disagree all the time. Yeah. Most things we probably disagree on. Nothing ever gets too personal these days. Yeah, it's never really. Well, I mean, we just, we just, we spend our lives to just wake up, go to the gym together, come home, work together. Our office yeah. is just side by side. Well, Sam, Sam's moved down to Liverpool soon in a month, so okay. we're going to be going on separate paths, which is good. It's perfect. It's about time. But up until now, we just, I think we spend that much time together. We just, just always know what never really escalates to the point. But it's you could tell each other what the other person's thinking, stuff like that. Right, that's fun. So that's a great relationship. So you say yeah. your worst days in terms of, um, what do you call it, like your uh, fights, all that stuff, it's, it's gone behind. Because obviously you, you now know each other very well and you're very yeah. with each other. Yeah. Okay, that's great. And it is, I guess it is quite a unique relationship, the, the fact that we're brothers, business partners and like best friends as well. Like yeah. There's just three major things into one. So yeah, he's yeah. annoying, but I'm blessed to have him. Because <laughs> throughout, I think I see other people that don't have brothers or don't aren't really as close with their brothers, and yeah. they, I don't know, just always. I've always found it weird when people are just always desperate to like get out of the house and do things. I think yeah. we're introverted, so we. I love being in my own space. I think Sam's the same. Yeah, definitely. But I think that's also part of the fact that because we're always together, like we're always getting out. We get our social kick just from being together, and anyway. we don't have to go out and like find it from somewhere else. Yeah. So that's why we're just yeah, just nerds, introverts, gamers. That's it. <laughs> I'm happy just feel like. Oh, well, that's yeah, it exactly. Yeah. 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 So guys, how do you say if I want to start, you know, Shopify right now? How how can I start? What would you say? Well, I'd say find a product or get a product that you're passionate in solves a problem. Right. And then for. You're going to need a lot of content for it, for ad advertising and stuff like that. And what we found more this year, uh, well, we did find it last year as well. Just send this product out for free to someone who might be interested in your product. You could contact them via Instagram, anything like that. Okay. And just get them to speak about the product. It doesn't really matter what they say as long as they're providing good mm -hmm. feedback or showing it in use or something like that and then just run it as an ad and see how it goes, I think. And that's called UGC, user generated content, and that's what work, has worked out best for us, I think. Yeah, I mean, just, in the, just in the general advertising kind of trend, there's been a, 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 like a huge like quantum shift away from people like Apple who've got billions of pounds so they can they the control all the money. Well, yeah, exactly, trillions. So they've got trillions to put into these types of things where they can just stage some huge shoot for an advertisement and everything's gonna be so professional with all the best kit. But then you go on Facebook and even, I guess, what well, course, TikTok, Snapchat, yeah. all the big advertising platforms right now, they, the trend is moving away from being super professional. It's moving, moving closer to things that are just more native. Just things shot on an iPhone, like a selfie. Right. So if you were starting today, if I was starting today, the, it, one of the hardest things to, the, it's like the biggest thing that moves the needle for you if you have a good advertisement. Because of course, your advertisement needs to, people need to see your advertisement and think, oh, I'm interested in this product. So you know, how does that work? How does that work? So if I want to advertise yeah. this water bottle, how would I do that? So you set up your, I mean, we, our bread and butter is Facebook. I'm kind of like the media buyer guy because there's, there's so many, I spend like hours in the trenches just learning like Facebook strategies and what's working today because 
essentially Facebook algorithm is like the super intelligent AI. Not, not, it's not, it's not conscious or anything right. like that. But the algorithm itself, it knows us all better than we know ourselves. It's changing all the time. Of course, yeah. So it's like when people think they probably are listening to you. So they, the phone's probably. I mean, I don't know what the proof is behind that. So it's like, yeah, it's like you know when you have a conversation, and you've said something and like dog food, and the next minute you scroll on Facebook and you can see dog food ads. It's kind of like the algorithm is smart enough to figure out exactly what you are thinking about, what you're thinking about buying, what you've looked at recently, or what you might be interested in. So uh, that's why Facebook is probably the most powerful one currently, but it's, again, it's very competitive and it's relatively expensive depending on what you advertise. So TikTok and Snapchat are providing really good alternatives for lower advertising costs. But I'm guessing that you have to obviously contact the uh, different accounts and whatnot, like the big celebrities or the influencers. Oh yeah, of course. Well, again, it doesn't really matter. It, it's not to, It's not for them to post it on their thing. I'd say that's more of like an influencer yeah. way to go now. It's for you to take their content and put it in an advertisement of your own. It's to run paid advertising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, that works well as well. Like say if you've just got some woman for whatever product she's filming herself saying how good this is blah 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 it's um it's more like like you said native it's natural compared to like a, a big studio, studio shot thing yeah. because people uh, people scroll through the phones to see what the friends and family are up to and or stuff they're interested in they don't want to see um just some like staged advertisement every three seconds yeah. it blends in yeah, it's so perfect it's in disguise so all of our advertisements now we just focus on, if I was going to start again and had a new product, I'd, f I'd figure out who is the customer avatar for this product, who is the perfect person that is going to be the market. So for us, like I mentioned, our demographic is kind of like ladies of a certain interest in America, of a certain age. We have people who fit that perfectly. They're already our customers. They bought from us before and we've been like, people that are happy with our product, we turn them into kind of like advocates and people that produce content for us. So if you are going to start, I'd go down that route and you'd need yeah. to go down that route because nowadays, you can't get away with just pulling like random clips off YouTube, which we used to do with like products being demoed and they're going to be blurry. Yeah. They need to be. Yeah. It's you need well, to convey some serious value in order to compete right now. Definitely, you've got but to. But so you're getting the products from China or America. Yeah. And you have to. Have to. I'm guessing you have to buy one for yourself to then shoot your whole footage all that kind of Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So you would. You'd always want to get one in hand. Make sure you can feel it's good quality and things like that. I mean, what we usually, if you go from the classic dropshipping route is to do go from AliExpress and most stuff off there, you know, it's just kind of rubbish. So you need to, eventually you need to create your own thing. But I guess you need upfront, you need capital. So that's kind of what we did. In our first year we did like a, we used a product that is, we still sell it now, but now we've, we've taken the money that we took from that product to make a better product. And now right. we've got the best one. And so now going forward from like next time the season, we're really seasonal, we sell kind of mainly in summer. So next summer we think it's just gonna be that's gonna be where we can break all our records and go crazy on the revenue again.